Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. I've got a joke for you. Oh, do you? I do. Far away. Uh, Ariel and Time's New Roman walk into a bar. Okay, yes. Why doesn't the bartender serve them? Something about Calibri? No. He hasn't served their type. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan Osborne. My name is Timothy Shane Garth. Yes, that's my middle name. Daniel Ross. Ross Osborne. Ross. And we are the Two, two Drunk, Drunk Accountants. That's <laughs> uh, uh, our new intro for those who um, who are just just listening for the first time. Hmm. We haven't always started the podcast yeah, like that. We're not that cheesy all the time, but it's most fun. Of the time. It feels nice. Yeah, it does feel nice sometimes. Uh, it feels nice to say things together. It, <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, In a crescendo fashion. <laughs> Speaking of which... What is the Tim and Danlo? Tim, how's your week? Yeah, good. Um, what can I report? I went to the Terrigal Evoker Panthers trivia night on Saturday night, Dan. You did. Shout out to Pantherland. Yeah. Now, I hear there was a uh, particular question that, that was a tough one to get. There was. There yeah. was, Dan. There was uh, a question because uh, Cats Accountants, who sponsor this podcast, Dan. Sponsor this podcast. Shout out to thank Cats. You, thank you to Cats. Um, they uh, sponsor Terrigal as well. Yeah. It just so happens, Dan. Sponsor we are everyone. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, they said, what does our sponsor, Cats Accountants, um, call their podcast? And uh, everyone, no, one person got it wrong. I think. Really? I think one table got it wrong in a 15. That's pretty good. Very good. I'm surprised they all know, I know. the podcast. I know. So, um, shout out to the Panthers. They had they did very well. They used this um, software called um, Kaboom or something like that. I mm. can't remember the exact name. It was something along those lines. It was really good because you could do your own questions and it was all multiple choice. Mm. And the answers were shown on the screen straight away. And you got more points for answering the quickest. So, you like, there was an emphasis on answering quickly. Yeah, right. So, we just raced through it. Good yeah. night. Whereas most most times I go to trivia, it is a long, drawn-out time. You got to run the answers up. Yeah. And, and I yeah. think that's usually because they want you to buy more food while you're there. Oh, that's true. Um, whereas at, at a footy trivia night, it's more like you guys are already here. And, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So, that was a good night. Sounds good. Enjoy that. Shout out to the Panthers. <laughs> I won a beanie. Yeah. Because we won. Won a beanie. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I may have also promised a friend, uh, a footy player, uh, who is a comedian, that he could come on the show then. Oh, really? We could have a real comedian in our midst. You guys want to hear some comedy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He'll be a little different to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But he's good. He's a funny, funny bloke. Well, to be seen. (laughs) Funnier than us. (laughs) TBS. That's for sure. (laughs) What's happening with you, Dan? Um, What's happening in uh, in Dan's world this week? Dan's world is fine. Any exciting developments? No. Hey, here's something you'd like, you I know. I made uh, my fish. Oh, no. You actually did? <laughs> yeah. Did it smell weird? No. It was Were a you journey, hungry? though. <laughs> no, it, it didn't like, like, you can't smell it. It wasn't like a fish. cooking fish, essentially. Yeah, but there's no like flesh on, on a fish. Yes, there is. It's like barely. Mm. 
Anyway, there was a big problem. I couldn't actually get the flame started. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, what I did is, and I don't live in a particularly uh, big house with a lot of area to start a fire in, um, Tim. I don't have a fire pit. Yeah. So, I just needed a little flame mm-hmm. that I could control. <laughs> um, so, I, I built inside oh. a little flower pot, one of like a terracotta flower pot oh, no. that I knew wouldn't catch on light. Just a, just a little pile of leaves and sticks, you know, not big enough that the flame would even go above the Le- flower pot. Leaves are no good. No, I just needed to get it started yeah. and then put the sticks. I had, I had stick TP. You need paper. So, yeah, eventually, um, <laughs> I once I tried a few times, it didn't work. I started with uh, uh, tissues. I filled the bottom <laughs> with tissues, lit them on fire. Which would burn a little too quick. They did burn a little too quick um, and things weren't going well. So, what I eventually did is I I, I wrapped wrapped, uh, rainbow uh, Rainbow. Rainbow in in tissues Mm. in in almost like a a joint (laughs) (laughs) and then I I, I stuck it down the bottom Uh. of this concoction I made and I lit it on fire and then the whole the the thing erupted. Oh Um, my God. Very quick incineration. You should have said I could have brought a jiffy around. Yeah, I needed some. Yeah. For for any uh, foreign listeners, a jiffy is a fire starter. So, yeah. Yeah. That's just the brand. There's yes. No I needed I needed that. Yeah. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I, it, it did work eventually. Yep. So, the flames and the smoke got a bit bigger than I expected. Really? <laughs> so, I, I very... I very no, no, it wasn't that big. Like, it was still quite <laughs> small. Um, so, I, I quickly filled the pot once I was convinced that the, uh, Rainbow had been cremated mm. uh, with soil. Fantastic. And then uh, and then wet the soil. Oh wow! So so now you you could plant a plant in there. Correct, Tim. And Rambo's spirit will be in the plant. In the plant, correct. That is awesome. That's what I've done. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it was an emotional moment, but uh, we got through it. Should have shared it with the group, Dan. Should have. Uh, it was it was a private moment. Now Tim. here's just a little question for you, Dan. Mm. What did you do with Rambo's body mm. while you waited to cremate him? Uh, so, it was only a day. Okay. So, you left him in the tank. I'm picturing a paper bag in the fridge that says, dead fish to not eat. <laughs> well, that, if, if it's going to be a while, you are meant to put them in the freezer because otherwise they do go yeah, gross and, and, and stink. It's fish, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, but because it wasn't that long after he died, I, le- mm. I just left him in the tank. If it was going to be any longer, mm. then yes, there would have been a brown paper bag that says, do not eat. <laughs> Dead, dead fish. Dead fish. <laughs> and then Cat opens it. She's like, well, I wasn't sure what I was expecting to find in there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was my that was my last update since the last time we spoke. Um, mm. It was Cat's mum's birthday. Ah. Went out to dinner. Shout out. Yeah, her 70th. Wow. Yeah. That's a big milestone. Yeah. Although, surprisingly, here's something. Here's a market out there for, okay. for all y'all who, uh, who might sell party supplies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 50. A lot of... Yeah, a lot heaps. of things. I right? can imagine there'd be heaps. Balloons, yeah. everything out yep, there, right? Yep. Sixty. It's another big milestone. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, 60. eighty. Really? A lot of milestone stuff big. for eighty. Not 70. seventy. Not seventy. Actually, hard to find. What? Yeah, there was things. Not much. What? And I don't know if there's just a lot of people turning seventy and they're out of stock at every place we went. But uh, if eighty is bigger than seventy, I will eat my shoe. Yeah. Um, if if you're a party supply uh, business. Uh, get in touch and and I tell me if this, is, this just, is, is this just uh, something that I happen to run into one day or is this something that happens across no, all parties? You, you know what, Dan? I think so many people 
by suppliers for 70th birthday parties that there was none low. left. They were just low. Mm. There was none left. I think you're right. I feel like you would celebrate 70 the biggest because by the time you hit 80, you don't know what you're going to be like. It's true. Where are you going to be it's when you hit cons- 80? Yeah, uh, 80, you know. and, and For 80, you can still kind of enjoy that probably. Yeah, it, <laughs> when, when you're 70, you're, you're very much still, you know, you're, 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 you're not yeah. an old person as yeah, such. Uh, sure. But at 80, you could be an old person. You could be. Mm. You could be. You know, and, and, you know, medicine these days, 80 is not what it used to be. I, well, I know quite a few 80-year-olds who... Uh, they say 80 is the new 70. Exactly. Um, uh, 90, you're old at that point. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about that. I didn't realize this, Dan, but Winston Churchill died when he was 91. Wow. Smoked and drank like every day. Yeah, and he would have... And he was big. Had two strokes. Yeah. He uh, he would have had the most stressful lot of prime ministership as a possible uh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was yeah. prime minister. This is a bit of a, a bit of a mm. um, departure from what we we're just talking about. He was prime minister during a pollution event in London that caused mm. like five thousand deaths. Mm. Yeah, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, the the smog. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I have heard of that. Wow, he was prime minister twice, I think. Yeah, he was prime minister for ages. Yeah, he only gave up when he was like eighty one. Then he lived another ten years. Yeah, crazy. Good wicket. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Yeah, let's Tim. Do do you have a business update? I have one. Just quick shout out All to a right. uh, friend of the podcast, Trent Innes. Trent Innes. Yes. Very sad to hear the news that he'll be moving on from zero. Yep. But I'm sure that's probably exciting for him. It's probably been a massive, massive job. Absolutely. Over the last eight years. Mm. And he's done some hectically good stuff. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Including we'll, coming on our podcast. Hopefully we'll catch him on his farewell tour. That'd be good. <laughs> the farewell tour. It might be like John Farnham. Yeah. Uh, he just keeps coming around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. You're That's the first cool. Train, understand it. I was saying, <laughs> I wanted to chime in there, but I missed it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway. Zero. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. What about we try and get him on a week after he finishes with zero, and then we get all the sweet goss. Yeah, he can just download. We'll debrief. Do you reckon? He signed a confidentiality agreement. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he's, it's not like he's leaving on bad terms. He's mm. not, or that we know of, but mm. but he's not, you know, he's not going to come out and start yeah. dumping on all the secrets. I'm pretty sure he can be uh, in a lot of legal trouble for that kind of thing. He could. Mm. He probably owns a lot of shares in zero as well. So. Probably. Why would he do that? Exactly. All right, Tim, what is your business update? Uh, okay, I've got a few. I've got a few here. So, um, Victoria's in lockdown. So, sh- shout out to anyone in Victoria. Mm, just been is, extended. Has it? Oh. Seems to be the Indian variant That's, and it's spreading like wildfire. I heard, I heard that on ABC News this morning. So, mm. it's like people, it's, it's stranger to stranger for mm. the first time ever. So, that is... Scary. Not good. It's a bigger problem. Um, obviously, very hard for everyone. There in Melbourne, if you're listening, shout out. Um, tough time being locked inside again. Um, but I have a trip to Melbourne booked in a month, Tim. <laughs> and this will be the third time that it's happened to be I, rescheduled if if I can't get there. On the flip side, you might be able to make Damo's 30th birthday now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Shout out to Damo. Uh, at least I'll be able to get to his 30th. It's a plus side. Uh, he, he personally text messaged everyone to ask them to come to his birthday party before he made a Facebook event. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, it just raises the question, was JobKeeper ended too early? Mm, that I have heard people talk about and a lot of people calling for it. Yeah. In, what do you think, Dan? I don't think so. 
to be I honest. Think, I, I think it's and, hard for us to speak. We're not in Victoria. Exactly. It, it can and, be very different. But, but I think that's the, that's the thing. I, I think if, if there is stimulus to be had, it should be targeted mm. and not blanket because mm. people, in, at least in, in our state, yeah. um, seem to be doing okay. Here's an interesting one for you, Dan. Did you know this is the first lockdown in Melbourne where there hasn't been any restriction on landlords to evict people? Right. So, if someone can't go to their work and mm. pay their rent, they can be evicted. They can. That's tough. I guess it's, it's quite, could be quite a short lockdown. It's but only going to be a week or two. Who knows? But They've still, extended it. If, if you're a low-income person and yeah. you, know, you live week to week, you exactly. don't have the savings to pay rent. Yeah. I'm sure landlords will be fairly understanding, mm. you hope. And rents have gone up a lot. Yeah, Apparently that's tough. 10, 10% increase in rent. Yeah, so, so I, I can see, I can definitely see a need mm. to maybe increase the safety net mm-hmm. a bit. Maybe maybe uh, make it a little bit easier mm-hmm. to temporarily get new start or, yeah. or one of one of the other safety nets that are out there. Agreed. Increase the amount and the eligibility for that for short periods in targeted areas. Yeah. Definitely I don't see a problem at that. Yeah. What my objection was was more to the job keeper program blanketly opened back up true. to everybody. That's true. That was a great stimulus. It's done yeah, but don't think they're going to be able to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm just not sure they could. Mm, they're putting their resources into vaccines, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently uh, Treasury has said that uh, 56,000 jobs have been lost since JobKeeper ended, which is up from 40,000 over the last two weeks. Um, so, so yeah, uh, that is coming from single-touch payroll data. I was about to say, well. where do they get that data? Mm. Which is pretty cool. I mean, like that, it's so current. So, jobs lost, but that's not jobs gained. I'd like to know what the job... Or, or is that a net figure? That's a good question. That's a very good question. So, I'd like to know, is that gained less lost or is that just total lost? Because what if someone's selling a business or something and, and you know, you're terminating employment with one employer and you're starting with another employer for single-touch payroll purposes mm. when you're moving from one software to the next software, uh, that could count as a gain and a loss. I'm not sure. Oh, here we go. It actually says um, uh, the data suggests that up to 40,000 former JobKeeper workers lost employment in the first two weeks following the end of JobKeeper. Okay, so that's... That's 40,000 people who were on JobKeeper yeah. lost their jobs as a result of it stopping. Yeah. It just says here as well, in terms of the net labor market impact, it's worth remembering that around 400,000 people move into and out of employment in a normal month. And we would expect many of those who lost employment at the end of JobKeeper to regain employment in coming weeks. So, take still it with a, a grain of salt. Still a temporary problem. Yeah. I mean, that's a struggle for, for some people. Yeah. Figures drawn from estimates um, from single-touch payroll microdata for the fortnight ended 11th of April were well below the anticipated 100,000 to 150,000 job losses predicted by the Treasury in March. Yeah, and and that was a big thing. Everyone was Mm. talking about the zombie jobs. Yeah. That was all over the media. I I didn't... You know, I I didn't think that that really held true. But... And it turns out maybe we were right. It's interesting. So... People are finding jobs, actually. More people are keeping or finding jobs than, than they thought would be the case. So That's good. Good news. Yeah, so that's... Uh, Wage growth. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so, other than that, Dan, I've also got another one here. Mm. 
The ATO is doing data matching with rental properties. They're getting property management data, including property owner identification details um, for the 2019 to 2023 financial years, which will cover 1.6 million individuals each year. So don't bother trying to hide your property rent. Mm -hmm. And they're also going to get rental bond data. So they're going to do a lot of data matching in there. Yeah. So if, if you happen to own... 123 Fake Street and they can get the ID that yes Tim Garth owns 123 mm. Fake Street and they go to the bond um, which is which is usually held by like a, a government um, thing that's that's where you put your bond yep. and that bond is registered under 123 Fake Street but Tim Garth's tax return has no rental income in it Yeah, then it's pretty clear that Tim is renting a property yeah. and not declaring that income yeah I mean, would people renting out a room in their house take a bond? Is that anything? No, I reckon I reckon that happens a lot. Okay. You you but if they're doing that through something like Airbnb, yeah. Then I think Airbnb share that data. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be shared. But if you're just renting it to a mate, yeah. That's unlikely. I, I think that's unlikely to be yeah. found. Cool. So, um yeah, and then they also are issuing a warning for taxpayers to not copy and paste previous year's claims into this year's tax returns. Uh, so this is specifically for things like car and travel claims. The ATO said around 8.5 million Australians claimed nearly 19.4 billion in work-related expenses in the 2020 tax returns. Um, so they're actually expecting work-related expenses to fall while work-from-home claims go up. So if they see that your work-related expenses are the same mm. as they have been in, say, 2019 before COVID. Yeah. You might come under the microscope. Yeah. So, if, if everyone in your industry has shifted from having to pay for travel and yeah. and stuff out and then suddenly uh, and, and everyone else's uh, work from home allowance, uh, sorry, deduction has gone up, but yeah. yours is like more travel and no work from home yeah. or, or the same or travel. More work from home and the same travel and the same motor vehicle costs. Then they might be looking at that. You might be under the microscope. So, actually, that's a good point there. I mean, do you think the ATO will be making people do new logbooks even? Because people's driving habits will have changed. Yeah, and, and that's something that not a lot of people might be thinking of is that if your use of that vehicle has significantly changed, mm. your logbook is no longer valid. That's right. It's actually a trigger to make a new logbook. Like I'm sure, I'm sure they won't be too harsh, but uh, especially if your usage of the vehicle only changed for say two months during lockdown yeah. period. But but then if it's still changed, like say you are now just working from home rather mm. than you were on the road previously, mm. then you're going to need to do a new logbook. You'd assume as well, though, that the cost of that vehicle would go down in terms of fuel use and that's also true. So that's also true. Perhaps there's a correlation. Sometimes people have been estimating fuel use, yeah, based on kilometres. So mm. if they just use a prior year number, it's going to be wrong. It's going to be wrong. It's going to yeah. be wrong. So that's one to flag. Let's that's flag definitely that. one to flag. Yeah, and and here's a, here's a tip for everybody out there. Yep. Um, and this is this is this is a tax tip. Oh, okay. Yeah, this cool. This is a tax tip. Awesome. Uh, Declare all of your income yep. and claim deductions that you are only allowed to claim. Yeah, actually, you know what, Dan? <laughs> it says that here. Yeah. Avoid small business tax time errors. Declare all income. <laughs> <laughs> Account for private use of business funds or assets. There we go. <laughs> so, there, you know, the ATO and I are on the same step. Uh, here you go. Here's the third and final point. Yeah. And this relates to this week's topic. Okay. 
Keep all required records or have adequate record keeping systems. Love it. Love it. That does that <laughs> does fit re- um, very well in, into this week's topic. So, the other thing I just want to mention there is um, obviously, as we said, claim only things that you're entitled to claim and, and, and get only the income that you're... Uh, sorry, declare all of your income. And if you do all that and you can't pay your tax bill, you don't have a tax problem. You have a cash flow problem. Ooh. And that is something I'm trying to put out to a lot of people. Mm, you're right. Yeah. If you're claiming everything you can claim mm. and you're putting in all of your income, yep. you have a cash flow problem. You're yeah. spending too much money or you're not earning enough to cover True. your expenses. True. So, uh, that's what you should be focusing on. True that. Yep. Cool. Tim, tight ass tip. Tip, 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 tip. <laughs> We need an intro for the tight ass. We do. It's it's blasphemy that I've I've used that word again. Blasphemy. Um, that after almost two hundred episodes, Dan, mm. we did not have an intro for Tim's tight ass tips. Tim's tight ass tips. Thanks to Tim. Tim. <laughs> Sponsored by Tim. Sponsored by Tim. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your tight ass tip? Um, okay, let me just decide which one to use here. Uh, should I go with the petty one, Dan, or should I go with one that's like actually good? Go with the petty one because I I've got another one okay, that cool. I can All use right. as well. Well, this is this is quite petty, and most people will frown at this, but mm. um, uh, and it's very self-explanatory, so it's going to save time. Mm-hmm. Use someone else's sunscreen. Yes, sunscreen is not cheap. Sunscreen's not cheap, and I think we used a tight-ass tip over the summer, which was claim your sunscreen on your healthcare. Yeah, that's a good one too. And if you don't have private health insurance uh, and you can't claim, or you just can't claim sunscreen through it, then use someone else's sunscreen. So here's a good example, Dan. Yeah, golf. Uh, if you go to golf mm. and you want to play some golf, mm-hmm. go to the pro shop. They have sunscreen. Excellent. Um, Excellent. What else? Use Surf Life provided Club. sunscreen. Surf Life Saving Club. They have sunscreen. Who doesn't have a friend that has sunscreen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as you said, sunscreen's not cheap. Yeah, your friends might end up referring to you as the Macca of the group or something <laughs> like that. But um, Maybe Macca's been a secret tight ass the whole time. I've never seen him with his own bottle of sunscreen. Yeah, I've never seen him with his own anything. Oh my God. He's onto something. Yeah. Respect level just went up <laughs> for Macca. <laughs> He's gone up from scab to tight ass. <laughs> uh, what about, what was yours, Dan? Uh, my one this week was um, party decoration related. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Very yeah. topical. If you want a helium balloon, go to like those cheap ass everything in one stores. You mean base warehouse? Yeah. Or um, Reject like shop? hot dollar. Yeah. Or hot like dollar, yeah. places like that. They yeah. blow up balloons. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And you can get good helium foil balloons. Yeah. Which might cost you 20 bucks for like five bucks. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really good one. And yeah. um, they'll even do, they'll crimp ribbons for you and they stuff like ribbons. that. They crimp ribbons. Yeah. And that they have bases. Yeah. They sell bases. They sell too. the bases. Yeah. So, uh, if you're after party decorations, and I'm sorry that um, I recently just shouted out two party decoration shops and now I'm taking business away from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to save on balloons and uh, maybe the balloons aren't as good quality but that doesn't matter they're still pretty good quality I think yeah, uh, yeah go to these everything in one places because you can get them done very quickly mm. I like it mm. cool okay good one good task tip Dan alright today's topic which we can move into now is 
Do I need to keep a receipt? Do, Do I, I need to receipts? keep receipts? Do you, would you like a receipt with that? How many times have you heard or have you had someone ask you, do I need to keep this receipt? Should I keep this? I hear it what a do lot. I do with, what do I do with this? Give it up and account it. I hear, I hear it t- too often. I, I hear it a lot as well. Uh, uh, qu- quick side note, funny story. Yeah. Uh, I used to work at a, um, at a bar. Okay. And this lady used to come in. And it, there was a restaurant. Is this a Coyote Ugly story? Yes. And I was <laughs> wanted to get into the music career. And all I could get was a job where I dance on tables. <laughs> anyway, um, apart from that. Is this how that, you messed your feet up? Yeah. Apart from that. <laughs> yeah. It was, there was a, I lit the bar on fire and there was, a, there was an accident. But apart from that, uh, there was this lady that used to always come in. And she used to have lunch at this place. And I'd say, do you want a receipt? She said, uh, yes, I need a tax receipt. A tax receipt? And I'd say, okay. And I, I wasn't an accountant at this point. Yeah. And I'd say, oh, what that? She said, oh, so I can claim it. So I can claim it because you can't claim it without a receipt, Dan. Yeah. Now, the first thing I want to point out is that she was buying drinks at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she's on overnight travel. Yes. Uh, not yeah. normally claimable. This is a very good point, Dan. Mm. And, and I, you know what? Mm. You raise a valid point there mm. because most times I've ever seen people go, yeah, I'll take that receipt. Mm. It's when they're buying a coffee or lunch yep. or a meal out <laughs> exactly. for like a customer or their team. Now, I think it's because they know they can't really claim what they're yeah. getting, but they just want that little bit further evidence. Yeah. But I got a receipt. This reassures me. Yeah. I can definitely pay for this on my work card. I have this receipt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the right. point of the, the point... The whole topic of this is is a lot of people ask, do I need to keep the receipt? What records do I actually need to keep? So, we thought, let's clear this up. Yeah. Let's chat about if you need a receipt yeah. and how long you need to keep that receipt. Yeah. Because that's also confusion. Mm. Do I keep this for 10 years? Do I keep this for seven years? Yeah. For five years? Mm. What's the amendment period? Yeah. Well, what's our starting point, Dan? Um, because I think there's one very large distinction we can make here. Uh, individuals and, and businesses. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so if you're an individual versus mm. a business, there's going to be different record-keeping requirements. Yeah, and, and that's because the way that you claim a lot of deductions as an individual is different to the way you claim deductions as a business. Yep. As an individual, there's rates of things you can claim. They, they give you ways to work stuff out. Yep. So, there's actual just calculations that you do. There's no, you need to have some form of evidence that you spent yep. that money. So, like a phone bill, you need to show that you actually do pay a bill. Yep. Yep. Um, but the way that you actually calculate your deduction they might give you a certain formula to do that mm. or work from home deductions. Yep. And that's why for a lot of things as an individual, you might not need the same receipts. Yeah, exactly. Um, however, for a business, yeah. most of the time, the way you claim a deduction is just the cost of that item that you purchased. Exactly, exactly. Which is where the two words, or okay, is it one word or two? Record keeping. Come into it. Record keeping. It's it's uh, two words, I think. Because receipts are a part of it. Yeah. They're a part of the overall picture. Yes. But they're not the be all and end all that a lot of people think they are. And, mm. I, you know, I know we have accountants and bookkeepers that listen to this podcast. And, yeah. Um, and each accountant and bookkeeper you speak to might have a slightly differing version of um, an answer to this question. Yep. Um, but I... And I believe that's because the ATO doesn't necessarily say exactly what you need. Yeah. Because it's all very circumstantial. Yeah. It just depends on the context of your situation and and how they're potentially reviewing or auditing you. Exactly. So, here's an example. 
if somebody said to me, uh, so if the ATO just blanketly said, you need a receipt for everything that you want to claim, mm. uh, how would you claim account fees on a bank statement? Exactly. Can't uh, get a receipt for that. What about a direct debit system that you've got set up Spot where you, you don't get a receipt? Exactly. But what, what they do say is there's other forms of evidence. Yeah. There's tax invoices. Yep. So, having the invoice is mm. good enough usually. True. Uh, normally that's you know for most businesses the invoice will be the only form of evidence you normally get unless yeah. you're buying something from a shop true true so most of your business expenses will be an invoice and that is the evidence you need to keep yep um, there are some other things that that can show evidence so I just mentioned bank statements mm-hmm. um, the only problem with that is they need to know that the transaction that you're making is actually related to your business and yes. a, a line on your bank account sometimes isn't good enough Sometimes, and that's the key word. So, um, this is where benchmarks come into it, actually. So, mm. I've seen um, clients who may have over-claimed mm. their materials as a proportion of their sales, mm-hmm. tradespeople, let's say, mm-hmm. and the ATO, um, and this is before they were a client, actually, so I got to look back in the case, mm-hmm. and the ATO caught them on that. They said, well, the benchmarks don't fit, mm. and... I still don't know whether that was legit or not, mm-hmm. but they then said, we need receipts for all of your suppliers' purchases, receipts or tax invoices mm. to prove that they were suppliers that you used in, in your, business. your business. Yeah. So, it's it's really where things aren't fitting into what the ATO would expect the, the data yeah. to look like. And I think what you're getting at there is technically you do need an invoice or a receipt for every purchase that you make not very often will you have to produce them. That's right. Yeah. So, and... And, and I've also seen reviews of people's expenses where pointing them out in the bank statement was enough. It's sometimes just based on the essence of the data. Yeah. So, if the ATO asks you for some information, mm. you reply promptly, mm. it's reasonable, it makes sense, mm. and it's tidy, they're probably going to tick that off. It's yeah. not their job to make life hard for you. No. Unless there's something else flagging it, like your materials bills are higher than your sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that just doesn't make sense. Why would that be happening? Well, I've got one one way that when you said that. I, I didn't think they're claiming personal costs. I thought they're taking cash jobs. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. It's either they're claiming bills yeah. that are expenses for personal things or they're not declaring all their income. Yeah. Um, and again, that's just coming back to the three things we said. Exactly. So, declare all your income, um, apportion things that are private use. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> that's those two things. Yeah. And then keep accurate records. Perfect. And which doesn't mean every receipt for every transaction ever. No. So, that is what... So, if we're keeping strict to the rules, that is what you're meant to do. It's what they could ask you for. Yeah. So, you are meant to have an invoice or a receipt for every purchase that has an invoice or a receipt, for mm. instance, account fees, as I said, won't have either. But yeah. but for everything else, you're meant to keep an invoice receipt for five years yeah. from the date of that initial transaction. Yeah. But there is a there is a caveat to that as well. Yeah. That there is different times that the ATO can review it. They have a yeah. review period in which they're allowed to go back and look. Yeah. Uh, it's two years for individuals. Yep. Uh, and small businesses. And then four years for everything else. So, but also unlimited if they believe you've done something illegal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so if if you're and the example that that I was kind of working through in my head earlier was let's say you made um, a purchase on the first of July, twenty twenty. Yeah. You'd need to keep a record to the usual rules 
until the 1st of July, 2025. And yes. then you could throw that receipt out. Yeah. And However, it's literally to the day. It's yeah. not the end of the financial year that it relates to. It's to the, to day. the day from the purchase or the transaction. Correct. However, if you were a big business and you lodged that tax return on the 15th of May, 2022, which a year and nine months after you made that transaction, which you're allowed to do. Yeah. Uh, and the ATO had a four-year review period. Be. You'd be throwing the receipt out before the review period was done. So, sure. so really, to be safe, it's probably more like six years. Six years, um, and even FBT has different timing yep. as well. It's based on the um, the end of the, the FBT yeah. year. So, um, so yeah, rule of thumb: if you are someone who wants to keep your records for the future, which should be everyone, yeah, <laughs> yeah, then then keep it for at least six years before yep. you purge it. I haven't read when we were doing some research before uh, we came on here. You need, also need to keep records about how you delete your evidence when you do. Yeah, right. So that um, it doesn't just show you're doing things irregularly or as a as a way, like, I guess once a review has been raised, then going and deleting everything that's over five years old. Okay, yeah. So, take a file note. Like, if you've gone and, and um, shredded a year's worth of records, do a file note or take a record somewhere to say, I did it on this date. Or, or, or if you've got a systemized approach, that would That's be evidence. It. So, it'd be exactly. like, I keep boxes yep. and at the beginning of every new financial year, I throw out the oldest box. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, this is what the ATO is looking for. They're just mm. looking for regularity, mm. um, nothing that looks out of the ordinary. Um, and so, yeah, you may not even get to that point where they're asking no. you, when do you delete your records or mm. show us receipts? Um, but if you do, then that means that something has um, pricked their attention. Yeah. And, uh, and these other things will help you. Um, so, yeah, I think we could go on to Dan, um, how people could keep good records for the ATO. Yes. So, there is a direct link between this episode and last week. There is actually, funnily enough. Funnily enough. Not on purpose. Yeah. We're not planned like that. No, exactly. Mm. Uh, if you are using a system like HubDoc, mm. then... Those invoices are automatically attaching themselves to every transaction or purchase that you're making. Yep. The receipts, if you're taking a picture of the receipt and you're uploading it, yep. you don't need to keep that and it's not going to have to be deleted in six years. It'll always be there. Yep. Perfect. So, the easiest way for your business is to use a system like HubDoc to take pictures of receipts mm. or import your invoices. Yeah. Or connect to supplier accounts. They have a bunch of automatic supplier accounts. Exactly. Like Bunnings. Yeah. Um, if you don't have supplier accounts, why not? Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 why don't you? <laughs> if you're having problems with cash flow um, or, or if you're using a system like Profit First, which we've spoken about, yep. uh, there should be some regular system to pay bills. Yeah. Some, some date or however many times a month, but a system to pay it. If you're paying it ad hoc, you're not really controlling your accounts payable properly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, using a system like HubDoc will save you all of that hassle. Totally agree. And it's free with zero. Yeah. It's free. It is, it is free, everybody. So, use HubDoc. Yep. Set up supplier accounts. Yep. Um, get into a habit of um, saving your receipts. Even like things like a fuel card. Mm, if you have a bunch helps. of cars yep. in your business. Yeah. Get fuel cards, and and that's so. That's the other point of this is that if um yeah if you do need to produce that evidence and you didn't keep all those invoices, if you have an account, That'd they have them all. That'd be perfect. You can just contact them and say, hey, yep. can you just send me every invoice for the last three years? And they can exactly. Uh, so having an account with people 
is a good way to do that. Here's another one, though, that people often overlook. Yeah. Bank statements, Dan. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can have bank statements instead of receipts, which in some instances you can, mm-hmm. but um, you will need to show bank statements Correct. to prove that your financial data in, say, zero yep. is accurate. Mm-hmm. What if you've closed a bank account? Yeah. And sometimes banks just get rid of that data. Which I... And the worst, the, 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 banks annoy me when you when you contact them when or when a client contacts me. So I need bank statements, and then they go, "Cool, that's a hundred bucks." I know. It's like what? It's ridiculous. Your whole job is to keep a record of my transactions. Yeah. There should be rules around banks needing yeah. to produce information or as well. I, I think there is um, the open banking uh, laws that okay. come that came in. Oh, yeah, cool. uh, have changed some of that. Okay, nice. But yeah, so if you do close a bank account, then do a dump of the last five years mm. of bank statements. Keep them just on just a hard drive. Or something. Yeah, you 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 will need those. Yep. So I think we get. Well, I think we've answered this question, Dan. Yeah. Do I need receipts? Uh, do I need receipts? Yes, but sub in the in the word tax invoice or other evidence for receipt. Yeah. Uh, keep it for a period of at least five years, but preferably six. six. Yep. Uh, but mainly. Keep accurate, timely. Yeah. Systemize. Systemize records. Yep. Regular have, transfers, yep. like transactions. That's it. If you have tidy records, yeah. if they can see you are banking cash yep. that you collect regularly, mm-hmm. um, if everything lines up and fits into their benchmarks, mm. you won't even get reviewed or audited in the first place. Yeah. And, and, and let's say that... Um, so, he, he, another example would be, all right, I, I purchase... Let's say materials again because it's an easy example. I purchase materials from this place every week. It's roughly the same amount. Uh, and I've got 11 of my 12 invoices for the past 12 weeks. It's going to be fine. That's fine. Yep. You know, All they want is probably a sample. Yeah. Really. And and, and I, I had it on supplier account or something and I yep. paid it at the end of each month. Yep. That's fine. They you, will be- you've got a system. You've got yep. a record. You've shown that you've done it. However- if you just ad hoc walked in, you bought 20 bucks this day, mm. 10 grand the next day, yeah. $500 that day, yeah. uh, and you bought it from four different bank accounts, mm. uh, that's that a might, problem. That might raise questions yeah. because it's out of the ordinary. Mm, exactly. So, I hope we're getting to the heart of it here for people. Just be tidy. It's, it's, it's an age-old question. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to keep my receipts? Yeah. Um, and uh, the answer is sometimes no. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I think uh, to be safe, just keep them. If you can, keep them. Yeah, put them in HubDoc. Use a system like HubDoc and then throw the receipt out. Beautiful. Uh, have accounts. Much better. Outsource your record keeping to your supplier. Ooh. Is what I like to say. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. I like it. Mm. Anyway, I think that answers that question. It does, Dan. That was an easy one. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, do you have an other thing? Myth busted. <laughs> Busted. Busted. Uh, other thing. Other thing. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. This is yep. a very topical thing yep. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Friends reunion. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. Why not? I don't know. Are you dead inside? <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it like the other night. Was it good? I liked it. I thought it was heaps good. Do you like Friends? Yeah, Friends is fine. Oh. <sighs> Come on, Dan. I feel like you're giving me... I feel like you're judging me here. I'm not judging. So, 
the thing that I was like, eh, about is that it was, it's just them sitting in a room talking about the good old days, Look, it's, right? It's, Which is great if you really loved the show. <laughs> it's basically like a Friends um, recap episode. Yeah. You know, when the, there's one episode every season. Oh, and they do recaps. flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, so, that what happens? They like flashback to things? They flashback. Yeah, They okay. literally flashback. No, but I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Um, there were elements of it that were that, like Justin Bieber was in it. And stuff like Why? that. And it, yes, exactly, Dan. Why? <laughs> um, what's her name? Um, Lady Gaga was in it. Okay. Sung a song with Phoebe. Right. Oh, spoilers. Sorry, guys. I'm assuming spoilers. they sang um, Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat. Yeah. Smelly Cat. See, I know friends. Yeah, you do. That's yeah. good. Um, but nevertheless, I enjoyed it a lot. Did they talk about Joey? Not the character, but the TV show. They didn't talk about Joey. No. But Matt LeBlanc does seem the happiest out of them all. Yeah, right. Because you can tell, like, he's sort of, you know, pudgy. He just is who he is. He hosts Top Gear. Really? Yeah. After the other guys got kicked out, he became one of the hosts of Top Gear. And he's also had another couple sitcoms. He just kind of appears and stuff. He just seems like a complete legend. He was just like, (laughs) heaps down to earth. He was like, oh, yeah, I remember, um, you know, I saw my house on the TV. There was, and I could, then I could hear the helicopter <laughs> and there was all five of our houses on the TV at one point. And he was like, I looked at my roof and I thought, I have to tidy that crap up. <laughs> <laughs> and he That's said really he funny. got someone out to fix it up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. But yeah, no, it, I'd recommend it. Nice. Watch it. Yeah, it's on uh, Binge, right? Yeah, it's on Binge. Hey, we're not sponsored by them, but by no. the way, we may have a sponsor. Hey, another topic, yeah. by the way. Mm. Essendon, best win for the last few years on really? the weekend. Best win. Who'd they play? West Coast Eagles. Nice. In Perth. They had to leave Melbourne early because of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. So they were in Perth like all week, which mm-hmm. may have helped. Yeah. Really. And uh, we were down by up to round five goals mm. and came back and just stormed home and won by like three goals. How good. And we haven't, we rarely win in, uh, in <laughs> Perth. Stop. Well, yeah, that's true. Let's just end that sentence <laughs> yeah, there. Stop. But also, people don't beat West Coast in Perth. Yeah. They do not beat them. What about Frio? Yeah, yeah some people beat them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, does Frio beat West Coast? No. No. They haven't beaten West Coast for like years. I think they've beaten them once in like the last nine times. Oh, played. wow. Yeah. It's not good. I know. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, we're coming good. We're just outside the top eight. And this week is dream time at the G, which is a big indigenous round yeah, okay. match. And they get all the cool jerseys. Yeah, I know the jerseys. Designed. Cool. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, if we win this week, mm. then lid is off, Dan. Lid is off. The lid is off. The sky is the limit. <laughs> yeah. No more right. ceiling above your uh, That's it. table. No. <laughs> no. This is better than off season. I will officially <laughs> declare it better than trade week if we win this weekend. Did you, make, time of the G. you didn't make the playoffs last year at all, did you? It's not called the playoffs. The then. finals, sorry. The finals. the finals. You didn't make the finals last we year, did, did you? We did not. No. No. But we are in the running to make it this year. I can't believe it. Yeah. We should have won. We've lost we three games. You still got months left. Yeah, there's like 10, 10 weeks left. Yeah. So, and the season might not even finish if the COVID lockdown continues. Big risk there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that um, AFL documentary? That was one of your other things one week, it. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I am watching it. I haven't finished it yet. But mm. there's been there's been um, apparently talk that if the players have to stay away from their families for more than three weeks, that there's going to be an exodus from the game. Oh, People, the, players will just leave the game. They just won't play. Yeah. 
Crazy. That is crazy. Real risk. It's yeah. a real risk at this point. Wow, so the season could just stop. Yeah, because Essendon's in Perth right now and they can't come home if they yeah. want to keep playing. And then they have a bye after this weekend. So they just hang in Perth, Perth for another three weeks. They won't want to. They won't want to do that. So interesting mm, times. That is interesting times. What about you, Dan? Have you got any other things? Um, yes. How's your manscaping going at the moment? Well, we might find out soon, Tim. <laughs> uh, no, my other thing this week is uh, uh, so the, the play. Speaking of finals, the playoffs Ooh, have yes. started in the NBA. Yeah, that, that, now that's playoffs, and and it is playoffs. And and we drew uh, within the office. We drew. We did. Uh, you got a team from the east and a team from the west because there was eight of us. Yep. and and it worked perfectly. Yeah, uh, and I had the greatest draw of all time. <laughs> Lakers in yep. the West, yep. Brooklyn in the East. So, you've got the reigning champion in the West and you've got the super team in the East. Exactly. So, I, I'm very comfortable with my position. However, mm. as we've been on, on the air, Tim, uh, the Lakers have lost. Mm. It's now 3-2 against the Suns in the first round. The AD's out with an indus- injury. Injury. Oh. Now, I wouldn't normally be going for the Lakers because I'm I'm just a you know, I'm, I'm the eternal underdog. Yeah. I I prefer the underdog. Me the too. Lakers are just like the super team always. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. forget them. Yeah, which is surprising why I like the Nets so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is surprising. But I don't know the yeah. Nets to me. They're not a team that have won mm. a lot. They're, they're just like a they've they've got this ragtag group mm. of champions together who should never have been in the same team. Yeah, that's true. I like the spirit of Brooklyn too. I think like yeah. that, that the idea of Brooklyn is, is good. A good idea. Yeah, as well. I agree. So. They're like a better version of the Clippers. Or the Knicks. Or the Knicks, yeah. <laughs> Who are in the playoffs as well, aren't they? They're out, I think. Are now. they? Or they're at least about to be <sighs> against the Hawks. Are the Clippers out as well? Clippers are back in. They yeah. they looked like they were going to get swept, I think. Oh, really? Or, or they, they looked they like they were on their way out. Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. And Paul George. PG-1-3. Yep. PG, PG. So <laughs> PG-13. Yeah, here we go. We've got... Uh, where are the Knicks at? Here we go. Uh, yeah, they're down 3-1. Wow. So, one more game for them and they could be out. There you go. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Okay. NBA. So I'm loving it. Go the Suns. Suns, potentially. Uh, yep. And uh, who'd you get? I got the Nuggets and the 76ers. That's a good pick for you because 76ers mm. is your favorite team. I actually like the 76ers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bandwagon. And the man. Nuggets are a good team. Yeah. They no. just they just beat the Blazers. Sure. Yeah, I think. Oh, so they're through to the next? No, it's 3-2, one more game. Oh, or potentially at, at least one oh, more game. Man, imagine if they lost that. Because that went to double overtime. It'll be 3 all, And then and then you go into game seven. No, it would be 3-2 Trailblazers way, wouldn't no, it? No, it's 3-2 Nuggets way now. But yeah, so it would be, if they had lost that, it would be 3-2 Trailblazers way. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Mm. Correct, 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 correct. But if yeah, if, if Trailblazers win the next one, three all, game seven. Oh, that's huge! It's huge. Is it? I don't know if they could do that in uh, Australian sport. Yeah, the other thing that that is interesting for me is because they, they play so many games during the season. Like it's normally eighty two, I think, yeah. and it's seventy two this year. Plus uh, playoffs, and then the playoffs, and it's almost like the regular season just doesn't count. Doesn't matter. And they play so many games, and as long as you're in the top eight. You're okay. 
Um, and then suddenly the playoffs become a thing. Yeah. Whereas the NRL or the AFL is Every, very much the season. Yeah. There's not that many games. Every week counts. Yeah. Mm. You've really got to win. That's true. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. That is interesting. Anyway, that's my other thing this week, the playoffs. Good one, Dan. Thank you. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch, two drunk accountants at gmail. No, sorry, two drunk podcast at gmail.com. Uh, two drunk accountants on all the social medias. Make sure you jump on our group because we post on there and we like to hear back from everybody. Uh, and if you want anything from us, got a topic idea, yeah. uh, just want to say hello, drop us a line. Yeah. We love it. Awesome. All right. You know, we also love Dan. What? Trent Innes. <laughs> Great boy. Shout out. <laughs> Calculator. Calculator. <laughs>